no one asked for a dick pic. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you for a dick pic because I didn't sit there and spray my legs and take a picture and put Did that you get up. Dick pics? All yeah. the time. Oh my god. All the time. It's disgusting. Like I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know I mean, Me, Sophia Leone, and my host, Marine Bay. Um, and today we have a guest, Jordan Rianne. Hi. Welcome. Our topic today is about social media, in particular Instagram. Is Instagram empowering to women? Is it helpful or is it harmful? And that's what we're really talking about today. Um, Jordan, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, oh God, I don't even know what to say now. You know, you're on the <laughs> spot, like, what do you say? Um, I'm a model. Um, and actress as well um, and I guess social influencer I guess that's the term everyone's using for it now I'm kind of now all about using my platform to kind of help the younger generation not be so misled by what they think they can see online okay. and kind of keep it real with them interesting that is interesting so that leads me to like my first question obviously um you're a social influencer so you you're using um, Instagram and you're using your social media platforms as part of your work yeah do we, as women, do we think that Instagram is empowering? I have some views about it that are contrary to that, but I definitely think that there's an argument that it might be empowering. What do you think? I'm split 60-40-40 to empowering. Okay. Um, I think when Instagram first started, it was more like an 80-20 to empowering. Like, it was very empowering. Um, it, it allowed everyone to kind of just show people who they were you could be free of it but because it was limited to things like pictures and videos it in the beginning i felt wasn't as harmful and as negative as it is now and where girls as young as 12 are now on social media you know with, with things like i don't know like with things like editing and and abuse that you can type and and passing around viral videos of attacks and things like that i think it's tipped the scale and it's no longer as empowering as it could be and should be and now was more harmful okay so you think it's probably more harmful than, than empowering yeah at, only only just but yeah at this point definitely i'd go with more harmful what about you marie um i think i agree in a lot of ways in fact i agree on the whole i think it's really interesting that you're like one of the main parts of your profession is to, as you say, we were talking before we started recording and you said, I don't like the term social media influencer. No, I, like, I don't <laughs> like it. Sorry, it's tr- it, it is. But what is it? I'm, I'm intrigued about like what you don't like about, like what makes you uncomfortable about it. I think people misuse the word influencer now. So I think anyone now that has a big following and by big following, like what a big following used to be was hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. And now a big following is like 20,000. So anyone above ten or 20,000 is now an influencer, but their influence isn't necessarily positive. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so many people are taking on that that, that um, label for themselves then? Because I think a lot of people, I guess, are calling themselves yeah. social media influencers when you think perhaps that label's not worthy of you, that's not worthy of them. I think people use it because it makes them feel... It may, this is, Which is really weird, it makes them feel empowered. It sounds really weird considering the question, is it more mm. empowering or not, but people nowadays think that's what you need to be to be accepted. So when they say it, it's like, oh, well, I'm a social media influencer. And it's like, but what are you influencing and are you really? You know, like that that's kind of what comes to my head. Like, I think people say it because they think it comes with a sense of power and a sense of importance and it doesn't. Where I stand on it is that 
I think in lots of ways, it is a really empowering tool. So for example, and as women of color, you will relate, where in mainstream representation, women of color have been missing for a long time. Mm -hmm. And where you may get the token dark skinned girl to, you know, promote some sort of makeup campaign just to say that, hey, where, 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 she's there, where, where. Exactly. Um, Hey, I don't know how many mainstream campaigns have ever got Asian girls in it. You've got maybe what? You've got the one model. um, I can't even think of her name one Indian model and that's like basically a token done one for the entire industry and that's basically it. You grow up never seeing anyone who looks like you being called beautiful. You don't see anyone who looks like you in adverts. You don't see anyone who looks like you in billboards. You grow up thinking you are not not the definition of beauty. 100%. And actually what social media has done is it said we don't have to wait for someone to believe in us. We don't have to wait for someone to believe in our idea. We don't have to wait for someone to believe in our beauty. This is my page and I'm beautiful and I'm my own model and I'm my own campaign and people have obviously bought into that. And you've got everything from hijabanistas, these girls who are like mm. fully covered, modest wear and they've started beautiful. businesses. Who else was going to believe in them? And you've got, you know, so you've got this entire spectrum of like, I've, who would ever take me for modeling? I'm like five foot tall. But I can, on my page, I get people telling me I'm beautiful every day, as well as the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. But I have the the platform to be able to do that. Also, I guess, where you had to wait for, and this is for social media in general, where you had to wait for someone to commission an idea for actors, yeah. for anything yeah. like that. You don't have to anymore. You believe in your idea. You believe in your talent you can reach the entire world in a matter of seconds. That power didn't exist before, and I think that's massive. That and you can huge. show the companies that you have a fan base, you yeah. have a yeah. following, yeah. so then they come to you, or yeah. they believe in you, whereas before, you were knocking on the big boys' doors all the time. Exactly. Trying to prove that you're worthy of them, them and their yeah. And the big boys, I hate to bring it back to race again, race and gender, but the big boys are often white yep. men who are from a private school background. Yep. Like, that is the remains till this day those are the big bosses Mm -hmm. and actually we don't need to knock on anyone's door anymore because like and I love the BBC (laughs) I love the BBC and they are phenomenal but how was I found to be on TV I didn't knock on anyone's door ever but I started writing I had the platform to no one could filter what I was saying Mm -hmm. no one could no one could tell me to not say something I didn't have to fit anyone's agenda I wrote about what I believed in in how I wanted to say it, when I wanted to say it, I said it. And that's how I was spotted. And that way, yeah, it's amazing. However, I think the negatives outweigh the positives. Yeah. So where it could be this beautiful, and lots of ways it works for people and you can't sort of make sweep statements about lots and lots of people, I do think that it conforms to the male gaze. Yeah. I do think, which is like sexist, it's sexualized. 100%. And... I do think that it encourages complete, like, body image is already such a massive... It was always such a massive thing. But the way we edit photos, the way we edit reality, we are constantly comparing our lives to something which is completely... Fake. Fake and filtered and fabricated. And in some ways, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In, In some ways, it's like we're going back, I think, as women. It's almost like we're trying to conform to the perfect woman now because we can create the perfect woman on our page but instead of creating 
And in some ways, we are creating new narratives and new versions and, and being really empowering and, and trying to change things. I think because it's so hard as a woman to come out of that to say, you know what, I don't care about how I look. Mm-hmm. I don't care about being pretty. I don't care about being sexy. It's still so hard for a, a woman to do that and be successful mm-hmm. that we're using the platform mm-hmm. to still reinforce those ideas. See, I think the battle changed. I agree. But I think, I think it's so much deeper now. So I think the battle from before when you would compare yourself to women on the front covers of magazines and stuff mm. like that, when it was a battle between women of trying to look better than the other woman, I genuinely think that now you're just battling yourself because now you have to be better than your last post. Instead mm, of like, oh, I need yeah. to look better than she does. It's like, okay, so I need to look better than her. So in order to look better than her, my last picture, I need to double the likes on the next one so the next one people can see. And then I can get more followers. Mm. And then you're literally battling with yourself every day. Mm to be a better version of yourself mm-hmm. but not in the better not in the better way yeah if yeah. that makes so, sense to get to get more approval right. from exactly. other people and about... that's when over editing starts yeah yeah and too much comparison starts and self-doubt starts and then that's when people their insecurities triple yeah and the issue is that they are we we're all women and we are aware of all of this but the issue is that there are a number of people out there a number of people and not just young people but especially young people who are looking at these images, looking at people's, not just appearances, but their lives in general, and they have no idea it's fake. They they buy into it, they believe it's reality, and that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And even though people like us that know that it's fake to some extent, I don't know about you guys, but I still think that it affects all of our mental health yes. to some extent, and we're still comparing 100%. ourselves, even though we know yeah. that these pictures are not a representation of anybody. Yeah. So then imagine what it's doing to someone who's not aware of that. Like, when you think of that, that's how, when you realise how scary it is. And with now, like, to make money, influencers are now, like, Kim K put it up and had to take it down, but I've seen numerous other girls. The like, Yeah, like, things that are selling, um, promoting things that are going to stop you from, fe- like, feeling hunger. Stop you from feeling hungry. Things like Slim Teas and stuff like that. Yeah, but, so what, we're encouraged, it's more important now to look like you're having a good meal than actually yeah. have a good meal. I, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I'm a little bit older than you guys and my first holiday I went on was a Club 1830s holiday so it was basically this cheap holiday that um, you pay like I think it was £400 for two weeks in Inapa oh my god and, the and old days. it was literally just like drinking like two days now yeah <laughs> literally no one but no one would want to see these pictures because it was like grimy the hotel was grimy yeah. the, the pool was grimy but there was lots of drinking and lots of kind of clubbing lots of having lots and lots of fun and then a couple of weeks ago they they closed or they they, they announced they're going to have to close clubbing 1830 because people are not booking it anymore because it doesn't look instagrammable yeah mm. so and obviously there's issues with clubbing drinking and and all the crazy stuff that was going on the, the sex and all of that drama but I just remember thinking, we had so much fun just going and having a good time, not spending a lot of money, not really caring about taking pictures and what we look like. And the whole idea that that just can't exist anymore because young people, or people, or women even, anybody in between those ages wants an Instagrammable holiday. So they care more about what it looks like and what they look like than the experience. 100%. Have you ever, I'm so, I'm so intrigued because... I'm pathetic on my social media, so yeah. I like will just disappear for a bit, and I really think, oh no, I need to. And we're always talking about this, like we need to be regular, we need to post regularly. That's how you. But then I flop at it because life takes over. But do you ever feel like I'm assuming you like you are regular? You oh, I post every day. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you're going out to places, but 
your experience of, I don't know, being at a festival, for example, is almost taken over by, I've got to take a photo, let me take sort of 50 shots and pick the best one. But before you can enjoy yourself. Not anymore. It used to be up until, I'd say, last year. Okay. So when I first, when, when my Instagram first became known... I, I didn't go on Instagram to do to do Instagram. I didn't want to be a social influencer. I literally fell into my lap. Um, I didn't even know it was a thing. How did it happen? Just as a um, I teach us. Done, <laughs> so I've always done modelling. Um, so I was doing shoots. People saw it here, there, and everywhere. Um, a picture of me and my best friend went viral on Facebook. It had like twenty million likes. I don't even know how it happened. I was never tagged, but a few people Mm. started tagging me and then people started knowing who I was. Um, But it really blew up when I'd done a photo shoot two and a half years ago and it ended up on Vogue Italia. It was an accident. It wasn't supposed to happen. Vogue Italia found it. They picked up on it, used it. Um, And then from that, I was like, oh, okay. So I tailored my images to look more like that. Um, And back then, like my natural hair was a massive afro. It was huge. And I became known for it. And it wasn't until the beginning of last year which is when everything changed for me, which is why I said I used to be that person that I cared more about the image when I realised I would only get booked for jobs if my hair was like that, if I straightened my hair, no one cared. And I realised I was defined by my hair. And I was like, I need to find a way to break it and be able to be adaptable and people see that I'm not just a black girl with an afro. So I worked on that and that's when my fashion came into it and I broke away from that. And when I broke away from that, I took a step back and kind of realised I can't, just focus on what a picture looks like so I went to Coachella recently and yeah great I took loads of pictures but the way I plan my my start and even that the fact I have to plan but the way I plan it is that I will take a bank of pictures before I go so I can enjoy it okay so you can let your hair down if I take a picture there then I'm like oh okay like don't get me wrong I'll take Mm -hmm. pictures but I won't be fixated on it whereas before I used to be like I can only be here to take a picture if I don't get a picture I can't enjoy it mm-hmm. I'll take enough pictures so that if I don't post one that is of then I've enjoyed it mm-hmm. and I always say now like my favorite types of people or my favorite types of scenarios are those where I don't use my phone because I remember it more I will laugh until mm-hmm. my stomach aches and I'm crying whereas before I was all about like okay so my family have a house in Spain that has a pool but we sold it and I, I used to be like, if we're going, we still go back every year, we just rent them now instead. Mm-hmm. But I used to be like, if there's no pool, I'm not going. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I wanted a picture by a pool and I'd find the nearest pool and take a picture just so I could be like, yeah, I'm at a pool. Like, ridiculous. Whereas now I'm like, I could be in the middle of nowhere for a week as long as I'm living my best life. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it is a constant mental battle because I have days where I slip back into it. Do you ever feel like it's really affecting your mental health? Like, literally, the use of the phone? Yeah, oh, oh my God. Like, I am glued to it. And I am aware of that. And the reason I'm okay with it now is because I am not glued to it to scroll through Instagram. I'm glued to it because I get my work calls, my emails, everything's on my phone. But I did go through a phase where I didn't have that. And that wasn't my full-time job. And I had an actual job and I was glued to it because I wanted to see what people were saying about my pictures. Yeah. And so if I'm sat there on my phone and my mum's talking to me, my mum will just pull out her phone. And she will not talk to me for about three hours. And I'm like, hello. And she will ignore me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you ignoring me? She's like, because I've been trying to talk to you and you won't get off your phone. And that's how I had to learn. Mm-hmm. Because she used to say to me, you don't even know what's happened around you mm-hmm. in the last three hours. Like someone could have literally been beaten up and you wouldn't even know. Yeah. And it kind of made me snap into reality. And not everyone has that. But I feel like everyone needs that person that draws them out of it. Mine just happened to be my mum. But you you need help. It it's hard Mm -hmm. like even now my mum will be like put your phone down Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay 
like and even then i'm like okay yeah panicking i find, I find that yeah. I, tu- I, I turn it off what i do you i find it yeah i get really That's i so find good. it makes me quite anxious i couldn't turn it off i think i die of like anxiety oh, if i no, turned it off not for so instagram good. just generally yeah, like my phone is toxic off. one day i will revert to the nokia and oh, I, well, yeah like that is the plan, that is the plan. yeah, yeah. But it's God. for me. If I turn it off, I can. I feel auto. Like after a while, I feel a bit itchy. Mm. I feel really relaxed. I can sleep. I can work on whatever I'm work. I can write. I can anything that needs to get done can get done. What about when you've just uploaded a picture, both of you? Is that when I you're turn, most on it? I turn my notifications off. I'm the opposite. I'm the same as you. When I just upload a picture, I don't touch my phone for like an hour. But that's a psychological thing. That's a mental thing. I have yeah. to tell myself, don't look at my phone. Okay. And then I'll put on my favourite Do you read comments, show. though, generally? Like, will like you eventually... Every single comment. Okay, you do. But that's because most of my comments are from people that are looking for advice and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm fortunate enough that my comments are, like, 95% good. What about negative comments? Because I do think social media, particularly Instagram, can be a quite a nasty place oh, for women horrible. in particular. Have, have you guys experienced that? Every day, <laughs> you put them literally up, you? every day. You put, you screen grab. Them I don't always up. screen grab them, so I have done. Yeah. Um, and every now and then, if one particularly irritates me, I will put it up. Especially if I know that this, like, especially when do you know what annoys me? When people think they're being really clever, yeah, and they'll be like, oh. I've analysed that actually, Marie, and I'm like, you're talking shit. And yeah. you like, and that's when I screen grab it. And I'm like, okay, let me tell you all the reasons why don't come at me. Um, but usually I, I leave them up. It's very rare I delete them um, only because I don't, A, want people to know that I've seen it. And B, it's important for other people to see what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. I just, I leave them up. But I do feel like if I get 90, and I get 95% really mm-hmm. good comments, but then 5% are horrible. They, yeah. I've been, I mean, recently I was pr- really badly insulted for my skin being too dark when I put up yeah I was called all sorts of things and it was two accounts both fake accounts who just kept message upon message I was fake accounts um shall I tell you something I haven't told anyone okay I haven't told anyone okay yeah but let's talk about it I'll tell you why social media is toxic and Instagram is toxic I use it for work and I, like I say, most comments are great and it's great in a lot of ways. I was recently filming for my new show mm-hmm. and I went to an area which was quite dangerous um, and predominantly Asian, predominantly Pakistani. Um, and we were filming there for days, for a long, long time. And it was fine. People did recognize me and they were like, oh, you're blah, blah from Instagram or you're blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I love that you knew that. It sounds like it could be And it was great and it, and it was fine. Um, and on my last day of filming, I was doing a piece to camera and I was talking about, um, my piece to camera was talking about how actually we often hear stories about certain areas and certain communities, um, negative stories. And we never step foot ourselves into those areas, but we kind of paint everyone in that community with the same brush just yep. by the stories mm. that we've heard. So, or, oh, all people in Tottenham must be like X, Y, Z, or yeah. all Pakistani yeah. boys in Bradford. And actually, I was saying, I was in the middle of saying that I've met some of the most incredible boys I've ever met during my time here in Bradford. Mm. And it's so unfair that they will struggle to get a decent job. They will struggle to, you know, for, to get any decent opportunities because they are a young Asian boy from Bradford. Mm. And while I was... Oh, I'm going to cry. While I was saying it, um, 
this car full of Asian boys pulled up, my age, um, young Asian men, and spotted me and had seen me on Instagram and said, I know you, you're Marine, etc. You're a fucking whore. And in front of my entire team, they tried to run us over, chased us all the way, like essentially out of the area and filmed it all and were uploading it onto social media while they were filming it. And that's the kind of shit that we, I spent years working with young girls when they'd film fights and then you'd say, oh, it's on Snapchat or oh, they, and I'd be like, I'd work with kids about that and it was happening to me and I couldn't believe it. And I knew instantly it was going on Instagram because I could hear it on loop as they were, you know, when you finished recording yeah, the video, you, you can hear it. And my bit that night, for various reasons, obviously, that was the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to me in my life. But all I was thinking is, this is going to be on the internet and my students are going to see it. And my family around the world is going to see this. And this is like, and that fear literally like made me feel sick to my stomach for a whole week. And that's the danger of that yeah. <laughs> no but it's true i'm too i'm so far away from you i can't even hug you so i'm gonna yeah but no but it's, it it oh, and that was because people, hey, people knew people thought they knew about me about my life about the state of my vagina about what i do in my spare time because of my instagram and people yeah and because people had that access to spread me getting attacked to the whole world within seconds and there's something quite slut-shamey about that. Yeah. They think that, you know, the idea that a woman who owns her sexuality, who is um, intelligent, who is smart, who is on, the, who's doing vocal. her own thing, who's yeah. vocal... Because I'm not even be promiscuous on Instagram. I'm not even... I don't not think I'm vaguely not promiscuous on Instagram. But I was a whore because I had a voice and I was yeah. a woman who had a voice on social media and I talk about things and I call things out... And and that, and that's not your place. Yeah, that's not your place. And, that's and not women have it a lot worse mm. than men on social media. I feel. I agree. Yeah. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, Not necessarily like that, but as in yeah, no, social media. I, um, I don't. So I was gonna say like you know you said there are some that like you might occasionally post, um, and you don't delete them. I am actually the opposite. So I delete them not, and it sounds it probably doesn't sound believable. I delete them not because I don't want to see them because I've already seen them. I've really felt mm -hmm. it. I already know how it made me feel. I delete them because I actually don't like when other people attack the person that said it. No way. And I know it sounds silly because people will sit there and say they deserve it. They shouldn't have said it. How dare mm -hmm. them? People come for them. But everyone has a reason and behind it. I'm not saying the reason is justified. But at the same time, the person that could be saying it to me i don't know what they're going, going through. through so yeah. i don't like the don't idea that. right and there are people that have killed themselves over it and do you know what i mean like you just you just never know so i delete it to say because i've i've watched it happen i've seen on my comments people attack other people mm. because they've said i don't like your dress like something mm. that small and i'm like and they'll attack their appearance and i'm like mm -hmm. you know yeah. I, I just delete it but i get disgusting messages I've, I've had someone message me and tell me to get cancer I've had someone message me and tell me that I deserve to be dead. Like, I've had horrible, horrible, horrible yeah. things. I've I don't like... The thing that bothers me is a lot... Like, kind of coming back to kind of what we were talking about before, when men, I think, can be really over... 
can be quite nasty about people that are using social media for their careers. Like, obviously, there are lots of issues with social media. There are lots of issues with us trying to be perfect and, and you know, editing pictures and how that might affect. But at the same time, it's a platform that we're, you, or women are using mm. for good. You know, you've managed, it's helped you in your modelling career. It's helped you in your TV career. Mm. It's helped me with loads of things I'm doing, um, acting roles, um, writing opportunities, loads and loads of things. So it, I feel like it's very empowering. And so for that reason, when I see a lot of those memes, I don't know if you've seen like memes, there's one that was really irritating me. If you weren't, if Instagram wouldn't exist, a lot of girls wouldn't be models anymore. Mm. Something like that. And it's just like, okay, but what is your point? There are lots of girls that are doing this and they are making something from their lives from it. And I don't feel like we should be putting women down for I think, using the platform. I think I the think point of that comes from when I said it's a similar situation to when I was saying about the term influencer. Mm. And I was saying everyone's quick to be like, I'm an influencer. Nowadays, you can upload a pretty picture and people are like, I'm a model not understanding exactly what comes with it like i model it's just a diff- of it. it's just a different type of modeling it's not like it's not like you're a um a catwalk model it's not even but, like your commercial model okay but then you're that's doing something like before instagram existed then you uploaded a selfie onto facebook would you have classified yourself as a model then but if but people wouldn't see your facebook so instagram being such a different platform no but they would they would so, so your friends there was right? social media before so i'm saying like because social media there's loads of different platforms on it so I'm saying if Instagram didn't exist and you uploaded no, a picture wouldn't. of yourself no, you're, on Facebook, people you're right. wouldn't say you're they a model. Would, they wouldn't say that you're a model. No. You wouldn't be. But with Instagram existing and with it having that platform and with it allowing that, I just think that just let that be, like allow that to be valid for those people that are using it. No, I mean, I think like, I think if, if you do model on social media and you are promoting brands and you are doing photo shoots, you know, you're a social media, you're a model. Mm-hmm. You're a model, but... There are also, there's also the girls that literally take a picture of themselves in a mirror <laughs> and they're like, I'm a model. And you're like, no, you're not. So that, but that's where the lines blur. But it's the same thing with influencers. When girls have like a 5K following, they're like, I'm an influencer. And it's like, but what are you, what are you influencing? Who are you influencing? And are you influencing for a good thing? Like, yeah. it's a similar kind of thing. Like you can't take a selfie and instantly you're a model. It doesn't work that way. Like, it's not easy. I feel like with all of that, with what, I hear what both of you are saying, but I feel like with it being almost, I agree with like, yeah, girls are using that platform, let them use it. But with that, it's almost like now an increasing number of girls, especially younger girls again, are growing up thinking that this is their career, this is going to be their like career. Mm-hmm. That's their mm-hmm. aspirations. And we've kind of lowered, mm-hmm. fe- especially female aspiration, to wanting to be a social media influencer, yeah. wanting to be a model, but a model by the right of, a model on Instagram yep. because mm. they see these lavish lives and they think that this is the ultimate success story and the like I guess those girls are achievable I could be like her if I just mm. you know maybe showed a little bit more skin if I wore a little bit more makeup I could and I do that's a problem that yeah it's great that some girls are using that as a platform but it's a problem that that's what our aspiration has become yeah. you'd rather I mean if you asked a group of 20 teenage girls if they want to be doctors teachers or Instagram Insta famous girls who are they going to want to be? Mm-hmm. And that's an issue. And it's also blurred lines between, I feel like, social like social media escorting is on the rise and a lot of deep and dark stuff goes on behind the scenes of yeah. this. And it's almost blurred lines between prostitution and what's not prostitution. Like, these girls will never classify themselves as someone who's do- like a prostitute. <laughs> but 
actually there's a lot of stuff going on to keep up this Instagram life yeah. behind the scenes. Like who is, oh, yeah. Well, how are we and we've seen that. Like, we have seen how? that. Yeah. And they would never say stuff, Exactly. you don't see the actual, the dark side of it. And that's the problem. And look at all three of us, all on Instagram, all addicted mm. to it, all talking about how bad it is. I know. I mean, no, I don't think it's all bad. It's not all bad. I just think it's more bad than good. Then why are we on it? Well, for me, I'm on it because, like I said, multiple reasons. My main reason is because I want to be able to, even if it's 10 people, influence younger women to not follow that route, to do things in a professional way and to show them that you can be a minority and still make it further than those who are the majority. I could care less about anything and that's quite important it gives you access to talking to people in a way that you wouldn't necessarily have like communicating Mm -hmm. with people that are like you similar minded um who are looking up to you or you're looking up to them so it's a way that i think it's really nice i've met people from social media that i didn't know in real life like and 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 these are girls by the way not guys yeah (laughs) but i've I've literally made girlfriends people that are like-minded i'm interested in what you're doing you're interested in what i'm doing we have similar political views Mm -hmm. and I think that, that that's a really big thing that the platform, not just Instagram, but lots of the social media platforms, allow for you to meet like-minded people. Yeah. You yeah. can meet, you can find your tribe. So spill some tea. Tell me. You don't have to tell me. Okay. Have you ever... I know I have said numerous times with my friends and possibly with mm. you, I've said... If I was taking sexier pictures, if I was, mm. if I'm ta- if I took my clothes off on Instagram, I'd have a hell of a lot more followers. Mm. But I can't for various reasons. Have you ever felt like let me show a little bit more, let me do something slightly more promiscuous, etc., because I know it's going to get more likes or increase my plan? Have you fallen into that trap or yes. that temptation? I think we all have. Yeah. I think we'll I've done it. Honest. I've done it. Not extreme. But I, I... And then where's the limit? What's the limit? Oh, so my... I mean, for me... See, that's a good question. Um, I've never thought about a limit because I, I only ever told myself that the, as far as I would go would be things like bikinis mm-hmm. or, like, underwear, but in a sense of more like a sports bra mm-hmm. and a top or, like, lounging underwear kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So my thing was all, was always anything that someone in public can see me in, i.e. on a beach. Yeah. I don't mind it being on Instagram because, well, I've walked around a whole beach in it. Mm-hmm. So to me, that well, in my head, there was no difference. Yeah, but then that's why I said lounging underwear. Okay. Because I'd be comfortable okay. being in a house of 100 people mm-hmm. in, like, a snazzy sports bra and shorts. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't care. Like, I could be in front of anyone. So any anything that I'm comfortable being in front of a mass majority of people in, I don't mind putting on my Instagram. But I wouldn't do anything topless. Do you ever feel like you're being a bit a more thong. daring on your Instagram than in real life, though? Do you ever feel like you, you, go, you push it a little further? No, I'm further. the opposite. Okay. I'm actually the opposite. I'm a lot more daring in real life than I am on Instagram just okay. because I know that young girls follow me. So that's crazy. I'd always assume that you'd be more mm. daring on Instagram because you can edit it. Mm. No, but that's because I'm not really a fan of much editing mm-hmm. like the most I do to my pictures is editing things like lighting okay or if I've got a spot I'm like you don't need to see my spot today but I, <laughs> mm. I don't sit there and edit my body I don't sit there and I'm like oh my god I need to look like a doll and give myself colored I, I don't do that mm-hmm. so my aim was always when I first joined Instagram I need people to say I look the same uh-huh. because if anyone sees me and they're like you don't look the same I'm gonna be like what mm, yeah. why I, I've always wanted people to say you look exactly like your pictures or if not better, better. Yeah. like that's what I've always wanted so I'm always more daring in real life. Like, I will go out partying, for example, in, like, high-waisted shorts and, like, a lace bra, mm. but I probably wouldn't post that. Mm. 
Yeah. But I would post a bikini picture because, well, I've walked, like I said, like mm-hmm. I walk around in a bikini. So I, you'd think that you'd be more daring on Instagram, but mm-hmm. so. I'm more daring in real life because I'm like, well, this is how I look on both. So mm-hmm. who cares? I think I'm probably the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm quite like, in real life, I'm quite conservative, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more conservative and more... Mm-hmm kind of I think introvert so. is more quiet whereas online I might s- I'll say a lot more about everything and I will you're very confident online you're very like because I have time almost, to think yeah feel like you have no filter as well yeah. Like, yeah whereas in real life my personality is much more introvert and much more quiet and I take a lot in so I can't respond in real life that quickly does that make sense yeah because yeah. I yeah. need to process it yeah and I let the loud, I'll let the loudest person in the room take all the space. Yeah. But I'll be taking it all in, mm. and I'll be thinking about it. And then later and then on, I'll, I'll write and about, then I'll write about it. it. That's my life. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then I've got, and then I'm just like, okay. You know that feeling <laughs> of like, oh, I wish I'd said that. I'm that like, yeah, I am gonna like, say like, that. I'm gonna type it. I'm, I'm, I'm the polar opposite. <laughs> I don't really speak much. I do speak, but not much on my social mm. media, as opposed to if I was to do a video, mm. I would just say it as it is. Mm. Like that's how I am as a person. Whereas on Instagram, I don't think I just write. I'm in awe that you say you don't edit your photos much. Like, I edit my skin in every goddamn photo there is. Like, I just take out spots. I edit, like, this skin will be smooth, mm. face tuned all over I love a face it. Tune. Yes, yes. Oh, I love Espe- face like, tune. Especially after, after I um, got chicken pox last year and I was like left scarred. That shit is getting like edited in every single photo. I've never ever Instagrammed a photo without smoothing my skin out. And I will hold my hands up and say that. As much as I say it's toxic, as dangerous, as fake. I do edit my stretch marks though. Mm-hmm. So in every bikini picture, mm-hmm. get rid of them. Slowly I've started to do it less because I'm like, I have them. Mm-hmm. But I edit them because it's an insecurity of mine and people are horrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. But the reason I've stopped is because I can't just get rid of them. They're there for a reason. Mm. They're there because my and body people changed. people like to see them and know that you're... Some people love them. Like, yeah. You know, like and... Them. But that's something I had to accept, and that that is that's an area that I always edited. Mm-hmm. But I yeah I I got rid of that as quick as I could. That's the only thing really I I made sure mm-hmm. I kind of was like yeah just gone. yeah yeah gone because yeah I, I didn't like I didn't like the way it looked yeah sure I do I don't like it I don't wear a lot of makeup I might wear a bit of eye makeup but if I have a picture I always make sure I've got like lots of blusher on I just I want to feel like I look really dead do you so I put, like, Everything you could see, you add blusher. Not an eyelash, not eyeshadow, yeah. blusher. I add, I add blusher. I think it's really. I really don't like to look like my face is. I like, like an I'm eyeliner. Not, like I'm not happy. I'll like add a highlighter because after I smear my face out, face out, then it's like a bit flat. <laughs> so then I might highlight it a little bit. Face like that clown look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think every human edits. I've watched men edit their pictures. No way. Yeah. I've watched men edit their pictures to thy kingdom come. Like that's so unattractive. Yeah, I so yeah, I just I can't stand boys taking selfies in general. Oh that's no! So, I like any I man who takes even if he's like gorgeous. I'm just like that really puts me off. I don't like. <laughs> I hate taking selfies. I hate when I see men do it. I hate oh, it. I hate oh. it so much. It's see, I hate disgusting. watching them do it. But when I see the selfie, I'm like, that's a really nice. Do no. I don't. I oh, like do you know what them. I hate them? <laughs> <laughs> they got that. Oh, <laughs> so you can see the abs as well. <laughs> don't do that. See, and I was like, yeah, I like that. But that's because I think women like it. Because no, women will comment like, like oh, your abs, oh my god, I love it. You know, when they bite their lip in a photo, there's a Stop. biting lip photo, yeah. it makes me, my People skin do that. crawl. Yeah. 
I yeah. don't know what, why, but now we're playing into like what men should do and what women should it's do. True. It's the idea that men shouldn't be concerned with what they look like, but we should be. Yeah. We're like literally just buying into it. Yeah. Yeah, so because men are very concerned about it then. <laughs> I know men that wear makeup and would never admit it. Swear. Yeah. They'd never admit it. Would you go out with a man who wears makeup? Just as like off topic completely. But Probably not. No? Probably though. You even put probably in there. The reason I put probably in there is because by the time we started dating, that shit would stop. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what it is? It's not It's not because I don't agree with it per se. It's more because my preference is to just date someone for exactly how they are. But that's mm. the same reason that men don't date women that wear wigs, weave, extensions. But it's they, the do. They, they say that. Say they no, they don't, say they that, do. but no, but there are men that don't. Really? And there are men that will try and change that woman mm-hmm. so by the end of, or the time they mm-hmm. start... Properly You're right, relationship. Though, controlling what mm-hmm. they look like and, exactly. and what, how they dress mm-hmm. and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So it, is not cool. I, I, I could never sit here and be like, I wouldn't date a man with no makeup and then expect men to just accept women that wear it. Mm-hmm. What about, um, going back to Instagram, men who feel like it's appropriate to slide in your DMs? How do you feel about that? Because I find it wildly inappropriate and I do not want anyone that do I do not you? know coming in my DMs. I do not entertain that shit. I don't like it. I think it depends I on what they're it. saying. And the approach and whether it's genuine or not and I mean you can never really tell it's up to you whether you want to entertain the conversation or not but I don't think there's anything wrong with if I uploaded a video this video for example and someone DM me saying I really like the, the, the way you guys are talking oh okay stuff no, like sorry. that that's nice I'm being but harsh. do you mean to be like I mean, you're like, hot you're hot can I take you what's out what's wrong like, with hey, that I don't no. See, like I'm putting, I'm putting myself out there. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a private account. I'm a public account. I'm putting up pictures where I want people to it's gonna appreciate. Happen. Like that is going to come with the territory, and I have to be aware of that. Like, am I expecting to put up a picture of me, and then I want a boy to perhaps message me and say, "What books do you read? Yes. No. What university did you oh, go yes, to? I want yes. that to know." But no, but some respect. Yeah, but ask me that myself. To... What well, I can look nice, and you can still see me as a human being that is multifaceted. No, but, so, yeah, yes, but they no. need to, but they need to, they need to start the conversation somehow. That doesn't mean that they're not going to ask. But, but how start, do they? Start that. I, I feel, I feel sorry like, for guys sometimes. I genuinely feel sorry no. for men because sometimes I think they don't even know how to approach women anymore. Oh, they because do. Just no, be but I do feel sorry for men because look at how we're reacting just to them commenting on the fact that we might be beautiful. Like we're like, how dare you? Don't DM me. How else do you expect <laughs> them to like, say it? Sometimes yeah, I feel like, like they need to. They they men don't have to approach. I don't. I, but we're all not on the cattle market. Like you don't. It's you don't one have thing to. we ag- we agree when it comes to things like obviously we've spoken about the Me Too mm. movement and stuff like that. And when you when it if you're at work and you've come in and you're like mm. whatever you look particularly nice that day, mm. and then boys are gonna come and make like men who work with you will make. Um, remarks it's like well I didn't dress up for you to then I understand I'm in a working professional environment I've come here to do whatever my work is I don't need to be talking to my parents so if you've uploaded something if I've uploaded a picture and I've gone to work you know that day and I'm you know really professional with the kids that I've taught that day and then you're like oh I like your breasts fair enough inappropriate but if I put up a picture where I'm posing I'm like I'm I know I'm putting it up to look hot to look sexy and then he's going to comment and say you look sexy of course he's going to say you facts. look sexy because no, I put up a picture facts. on Instagram for you to comment on how I look yeah I don't know 100% like there's a difference 100% you can't put your pictures I don't out picture there up, I don't put my picture up for somebody to message me that you look sexy I don't do that then why do you put it up because, <laughs> because it's genuinely part, because it's a part it's a part of me some not all my some of my pictures are sexy some of my pictures are very unsexy some of my pictures are writing some of my, it's just a different part of me and that doesn't mean that i'm inviting you to to um comment on to ask me I or to be flirtatious it doesn't you don't have to be flirt that's not 
required. It I isn't. Think, unless we have a relationship, we have a friendship, and, and that's our vibe, then that's that's a little bit different. But if I don't know you, that's just not how you approach anybody ever. I online think from or in the, life. I think from the minute you have an open social media account, you should expect it. Doesn't mean you have to like it. Okay. But you should know that know. you've invited people to do that now. Yeah. Because why do, why do and there people, are limits. I'm not saying that? there aren't limits. No, there of are course. Li- and some things course. are nasty. Yeah. And no one asks for a dick pic. Like no. I, I hear that. Things but, like that, you're crossing the line. You're just disrespectful now. Yeah, yeah but they. Ca- I do feel like I wouldn't be offended if someone's messaged me. What's the difference so between a DM of someone saying you're beautiful and someone commenting it on your picture? There's no difference. There is. It's because they're trying to get into a private conversation. But you don't have to entertain it. No. So if you don't entertain it and someone says it to you and you decline (laughs) the message, there's nothing wrong. Does that make sense? It's different if you then accept the message and you're like, thanks, and then they keep talking. Then I can understand why you might be like, okay, well, Mm. I was just saying thank Mm. you and I'm grateful for the message. But for someone to just message you and be like, you look hot or you look sexy, okay, like you could have commented that, you chose not to, you thought you could try and get a conversation, it's not going to work. It didn't work. Like, I feel like you any picture you upload, just having a, an open social media account invites people to comment on your life. And that's why I always get... I guess it's the fine line. I just don't... I'm really sensitive to, like, creepiness. Yeah. Oh, like, no, of being, course. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there is... there is, mm-hmm. Which is what you said, there's a limit. Like, mm-hmm. no one asked for a dick pic. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you for a dick pic because I didn't sit there and spray my legs and take a picture and put Do that you get up. dick pics? All yeah. the time. Oh my god! All the time. It's Never disgusting. Like I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know have you not? With that. You don't want no, one. Don't it's want not. One. It's, it's yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not good. Do like that? people do it all the time. People around the world. Yeah, because men think that's what you want. Men are so confused. Yeah, <laughs> what we find attractive. They, but <laughs> this is why I said they don't know how to approach us. That's why I said I feel sorry for them. Because they don't know what to do anymore. Like, some men genuinely don't know how to approach women anymore. They're like, here's a picture of my dick. And you're like, okay. A high would have been, like, oh, wow. perfectly acceptable. <laughs> but, okay, let's just delete. Like, I, I, I genuinely think there, there are men across the world who j- just don't know how to approach women. But I don't blame them for not knowing because women are so, one, just different. Two... Two. I think to, to approach a woman to just to each other, like how you'd want to be approached. You could mm-hmm. never generalize that and say all women want to be approached by saying no, no, no. Every single woman is different. Whereas a man, I think to a certain extent you can. I think you could you could bulk together. Most would you do you like would you like DM guys in there? Never. Instagram. No, never. I've DM'd two guys in my life and it was for work purposes. That was. Oh, it. You mean ever? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about. And now, no, but I, I mean, I DM them for work purposes in terms of like I watched them. They were in a movie, and I was like, they're never gonna reply. Now I'm friends with them, so it it was, and that was literally just the basis of I really appreciate what you're doing for the community. I think your acting work is incredible. If you could ever recommend anyone, that type of stuff. That's lovely. Those kind of messages I love. Yeah, but then they were quick to flip that, and I was like, hey, you're hot, okay, bye. That's not that. Do you know what I mean? So like, that's why I say it. it it's there's but such. But we don't a... te- like. We should be teaching men like the conversation can go beyond your hot. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you just someone, just, if that's your starting point, I just feel like we generally, like we said, we don't do that to guys. We don't mm-hmm. go in the DMs and go, oh my god, you're hot. I think but some girls might. Some girls oh, do. Mm. Well, some girls definitely do. I but, read my male friends' DMs all the don't. time, and I think sometimes I think women are more thirsty than guys. Genuinely, you'd be very surprised at the type of yeah. DMs women yeah, send okay. to me. But here's a the question I've then. Educated. The conversation that that. can go further than you're hot. 
genuinely, mm. would you guys believe if a man DM'd you saying, I really like this picture, but really I'd like to get to know you more. You seem intellectual. Would you take that for face value and be like, yeah, right, exactly. So what are they supposed to do? Gen- what are they I supposed to do? That. I prefer that though. You might prefer would it, you? but would you yeah, not? Because yeah, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, be, <laughs> stop lying, like cut to the chase. I'm currently reading. I'd be like, recommendation. Tell me what you need. I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it for a second. I'd be like, you're finding a way. If it's like, look, you're really hot. I'd love to get to know you. I'd be like, keep it, keep it, keep it, one hundred. But I wouldn't believe them. But the sad reality is there are some men that genuinely are like, I really want to know you on an intellectual level and you just don't take it for face value, which is why men just stick to your heart because they're like, there's no point in me even trying to beat around the bush. I might as well just tell you I think you're hot from now. But it, I just feel like it's, it it's a, I feel like it's a lose-lose for men most of the time when it comes to sliding in DMs. I really do. Especially if the female has a high following, they mm. don't stand a chance. Do you read all your DMs? Every single one of them. Do you? Yeah, I don't accept them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of them are just disgusting. Yeah. But I read every single one because there are people that message me for help. Yeah. So I I always read it. Remember I messaged you? I was like, hey, you're in the age of 10. She messaged me and I completely (laughs) missed it when I came to LA. But then this is what I mean. But when I go on holiday, no, I hadn't. I didn't. Because when I opened it, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, you really did. But when I go away, I don't don't look at my DMs ever, Mm -hmm. which is weird because I focus on where I'm going. Like I travel. Mm. So like that's this is going back to what I was saying earlier. When I say now, I focus on the trip more. So anytime I'm out of the country... Don't don't even mm. WhatsApp me because mm. I'm like I'll reply five days later like hey sorry I was in LA and people are like okay like you can still reply I'm enjoying myself too much but mm. n- now I make a conscious effort every day to read them if I can if I if, even for ten minutes just quickly see as many as I can and then it's like the new fan mail mm-hmm. yeah right? isn't it yeah yeah some of them are funny I think some people are hilarious sometimes mm-hmm. and I'm like I follow more people from reading it because I'm like you're actually hilarious mm-hmm. I'm gonna follow you now. What about, so, if you like a guy, but you don't meet him online, so like in the real world, but he doesn't have a high, like he's got an Instagram, but he's just got a, he doesn't have a high following. Does that, does that influence how you feel about this guy? I prefer it. I don't want my man to have Instagram at all. I don't like that. I'll let you go first. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I'll let you go first. No, that's, that's the, that's the, I just don't. that to you? I don't wish to have Instagram. I no, it's not. I'm not going to say get rid of your Instagram. Okay. Like You'd rather meet just, someone that's yeah, I'd rather meet media. someone. It's not that I'd never go out with someone who... I mean, if he was selfieing on Instagram, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. might work for some girls. But I um, would rather have a man who's just not into social media because I don't particularly like it. And to, I, It took me a lot of convincing to get me on it in the first mm. place. Now I do it because mm. I have to. Mm. And one day I will come off it. And I don't want a, a, a man who also... I just want my man to be too busy. Yeah. It's quite unattractive to be addicted to social media. Yeah, and and it, I think it's socially more when a guy is more intro- into yeah. his phone. You mean as a man or in general? So it's no, unattractive. It's unattractive as a man yeah, to yeah, be yeah. with a guy that's always on their phone, always on his phone, and then you've got to take the pictures for him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that I found that quite. I couldn't see that. I just more interested in other people than you. Mm. I don't mind if they have it. Mm. Um, I'd rather them not have a high following because I personally couldn't handle being with someone that did what I done. I couldn't do yeah. it. I admire any man that ever dates me, ever. Mm-hmm. Because what comes with it, the people that come with it, the attention that comes with it, you have to be a very strong person to be able to accept it or ignore it. So I admire that and I'm not that person. So I could never be with someone who does it because I would go crazy. 
I wouldn't like it and not from a jealous point of view because I'm not a jealous person in the slightest mm. I don't care about any of that but it's the attention thing like I know me personally I am capable of being able to maintain a relationship and social media because I'm able to discuss with my partner and be like look work will come first but I will always give you the time yep I will always make time whenever you need me I'll always be there so he, four he can't have that convo with you he can but me as a person mm. I'm less accepting of it so I would never want to be with someone knowing that I'm not going to accept it because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put either of us through it. Mm. Which is why I say I admire men that would ever date me. Because if you accept that, I'm like, wow, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> That's hard because off of social media, I, like I've, I've dated people before that even off of social media, I could walk down the road and someone says hi to me and they get angry and I'm like, all right, calm down. Like. Mm -hmm. How are you going to cope if people But that's about finding you. a strong man, somebody that's it secure is. within himself, that he's going to be able to handle that. And but that's why I can't. So in conclusion, is social media, is Instagram empowering and is it helpful for us women or do we wish that this did never exist? Um, I think it has the potential to be empowering. Um, I'm glad it exists. I think it's more detrimental than it is empowering. But yeah, overall, I do think it can be an empowering platform echo what she says and I can't wait to come off it one day. Yeah, same. I think it provides it so It was great many... while it lasted, nice relationship, great, don't want to see it. A bit like, like MySpace. I don't think... High I five, just... <laughs> high five is the one. See? But I think it evolves and I think there'll be another thing and there'll be another thing and I think if There's we always. keep using it and we're, it's giving more and more women opportunities and chances to tell their story and tell their narratives. <laughs> but one thing I do think, which we didn't get to talk about, is if we choose to vary our feeds, if we choose to follow other people, if we don't just look at the same, because we choose our, our algorithm is created by what we choose to look at. Mm -hmm. So all these clones that we see, it's because we're choosing to see these images over and over and over again. I just think there's lots out there in, on Instagram, on social media, that is empowering, that is diverse, and shows lots of different types of women doing lots of different types of things. But it's up to us to kind of not be addicted and not get sucked in to these kind of clone versions of what women should be. And I feel like if we can, we should make sure that Instagram and all social media, whatever comes next, remains a diverse representation of us, then we're on the right track. 100%. That's what I think. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for listening to the Unapologetic Podcast. It's been fun. That was join us next time. <laughs>